It's three the hard way. Three the hard way with DJ Vitola, Miss Dime, and Model Citizen J. It's RTJ the podcast. Yo, 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 what it is, what it do, it's your boy, DJ B. Dollar, I'm in the building. And it's the one and only Model Citizen J from around the way. And y'all already know, this looks a little different from y'all. I know y'all just saw our faces yeah. this past Thursday. Um, but we had to do something a little special this week. And there was a lot going on, you know, for Archie J, the brand, for Respect the Journey. Um, but there's one particular reason that we wanted to come live for this special edition um, anybody that's out there in these streets doing community work, uh, similar to what we do, uh, we always want to show love to that. We want to jump on that, uh, yes. find a way we can link together because that's the most important thing. Um, so tonight we got a couple of special guests um, that we're going to bring on in just a minute, um, tying to why we felt the need that, you know, tonight was a good night um, to jump in. Um, so Milo says, Jay, what I'm going to do is we're going to go ahead, um, drop a video in just a second. Um, okay. And then I'll let you, let you go ahead and introduce our guest for tonight. Um, but before we go too far, as you already know, RTJ, the brand in the building all day, every day. Um, twice on Sunday. Twice on Sunday. <laughs> I had to tell that one. I had to get one in there. You got to um, say it. Right. You already know, man, um, the kind of work that gets us out of bed every day. You know, what we feel our purpose is, our drive, our motivation to get out here um, to be better. Um, we do have a mentoring program called Respect the Journey, Inc., which is our nonprofit organization based out in North Carolina, um, where we mentor the youth utilizing the game of basketball as a tool, as a foundation, and showing how it both correlates on the court and off the court as well, just to build up model citizens, if you see what I did there. Um, so we let all that work come together, and, and it'll, it'll make so much sense why the guests that are coming on in just a bit are here to chop it up with us tonight. Um Miles Citizen J, anything you want to add in on that before we jump into that, jump into that um, promo? Listen, I just always want to say it, it's always good to fellowship and network with like-minded individuals. And anytime you have the opportunity to give um to, to help spread the message and help spread the word, you know, just make sure you do it. Um, shout out to Team Journey today, man. We was out there with our little fundraising event, man. Our first fundraising event on our own. Um, the kids put the work in, we was out there in the heat, so. Yeah, shout out to the youth, man. You're going to see how everything just ties in and correlates to what we got going on tonight with our special guests. Facts, facts. Um, so without further ado, we're going to go ahead and drop this promo right quick. And then we're going to introduce our guests and, and get into this, this much-needed, much-needed conversation. Um, yes. I just want to thank everybody for coming out yesterday. Welcome for Peace Houston with a huge success. Shout out to TSU. Shout out to all my sponsors. Shout out to Jump Brand. Shout out to Wooter. Shout out to Real Fans, Real Talk. You do suspects. We had an amazing time. Um, I couldn't do it without you guys. I look forward to being back here next year. Shout out to Jordan Sutherland for winning the dunk contest. Shout out to Red Bucket for winning the three-point shootout. Um, and Rachel Alston for bringing the, the little guys out and having a good old time. Again, Houston, thank you for having us. Welcome to peace. With that road to peace tour 2022, we're here. Woo! So, Miles and Jay, please, without further ado, would you introduce our guest tonight? Family, family, coming to the stage, coming to the podcast, blessing us with the opportunity to give us the moment to share his story and what he has going on, okay? 
Um, if you've seen the podcast last week, I gave this gentleman, he was my uh, person I was showing love to. Um, I reached out to a good friend of mine. He let me know um, my good friend, Jay Gutter, who we have from um, Straight from the Gutter, or Straight Facts from the Gutter. Um, he let us know what he had going on. He's managing this young man. This young man is a certified baller, okay? If you're a baller from Queens, if you're a baller of ballers, you know who this young man is. If you saw this young man on the court, if you saw this young man on the court, you knew it was going to be a problem, okay? His nickname is H2O, all right? So that lets you know it's water, <laughs> it's cash, it's money. You know what I'm saying? I, I heard somebody told me Wesley Snipes got the phrase, it's pretty, it's so pretty from him. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it's true, but that's the word on the street. But tonight, our guest is no other than Haran H2O, her grave, from Balling for Peace. Family. Let's go. Yo, yo, what up, y'all? What's going on, my brother? Peace, peace. Man, we good, man. How you feeling? I'm good. All is well, man. I'm blessed. I can't complain, man. Just uh, uh, thankful and, and, and happy to be on here. And um, great introduction, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh man, that was that was light work. That was light work. See was now, light. <laughs> now, 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 coming up. You know what I'm saying? Now, I know this brother told us. He said, "Keep it cool, keep it cordial, keep it humble." Listen, this dude right here we got coming alongside is a very modest man. Okay, he does a lot of work. He puts in work. Like he has a model. The work doesn't stop, and he lives by this model. Okay. Um, I've been blessed. I was fortunate enough to be on a podcast that he has, Health is Wealth, with Jay Gutter and Dover. Um, they gave me the opportunity. There's a lot of things that he put me on the game to. Um, this dude has a lot of knowledge. He shares with people. He doesn't ask for a lot. Just honesty, respect, loyalty, and just a stand-up honorable dude. So with this uh, with this movement, Balling for Peace, that Haran H2O has going on, uh, straight from the gutter, Jay Gutt is also involved with it. So, of course, I had to bring him on. We also have to talk about this movement because, you know, as I like always say, health is wealth is important. Jay Gutter, what's good, family? How you feeling, brother? Blessed and highly favored, man. I appreciate y'all for having us on. And um, we're just pushing the narrative, man, boiling for peace. And you guys, you know, we respect the journey. It, it correlates. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like a perfect marriage when it comes to this basketball thing, when it comes to the youth. So, just blessed to be here and happy that you guys were able to connect. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, you know, let me let me let me let me speak on to a little something that Model Citizen Jay was getting at a little bit earlier. Um, when we talking about Haran and, and, and his skills on the court. Um, I got a chance to chop it up with them a little bit yesterday. Um, gutter, y'all was live on, on Instagram, so I was able to tap in for a bit with that conversation, which was which much needed yesterday. Um Cause I had to let H two O know. I said, "Yeah, I played. You know, I played against him a few years ago, but I'm sure he balled so much he probably didn't remember." Um, but I can speak to the simple fact that he bust our ass in that game. <laughs> 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 it was a <laughs> it was a tournament at ISA. Shout out to my brother uh, Mike Bravo. Okay. Um, but yeah, it no was it, it, yep. it, 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 yeah, it was a wonderful game on his part. Not too much on the rest of us. Uh, he definitely gets busy on the court, so I can definitely uh, attest to that very much. So. So it got it got ugly for y'all. That's what you're saying. It got ugly. It got love. Yeah, I, I appreciate me. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give credit where it's due. It got ugly. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it, look, it, it was one of those. Yo, coach, I think I think I pulled a hammer. You got something out. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. It was bad. 
Listen. Hey, man, I, I appreciate honesty, man. I appreciate honesty. Facts, facts, facts. Oh, listen, um, on, on this platform, we believe in total transparency. We, we ain't going <laughs> to sugarcoat it. We're we going to tell the truth all the way. <laughs> facts, facts. Um, so, I let's mean, get right into we definitely it, man. Wanted to, yeah. yeah, let's jump in. Like, I um, want to talk about. to definitely bring you on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jay. I just wanted to bring um just jump on and just talk about real quick uh bowling for peace man let us know how it got started where the idea came from how like the beginnings man let let us know man um so bowling for peace it, it got started um back in 2014 there was a lot of senseless act of violence going on in our community it was uh the peak of when Mike Brown and Eric Gardner had got uh killed. senselessly over nothing, pretty much. Like, uh, Mike Brown was killed over uh, a a candy bar. They said he stole a candy bar, and and, and they shot shot him and killed him. Uh, Eric Gardner was choked out for selling loose cigarettes, they said, in front of a corner store. And, um, you know, and and everybody was doing the peace marches and the rallies and different things like that. And... um, I've always been a man of peace. I've always been in that community of trying to do things differently. You know, um, back in 20, 2007 or eight, um, me and my boy, we started something called Queens Day, which then became Queens Week. And we had it at uh, the first park we had it was at Montebello Park in Queens. Then we mm. had Springfield Park. And then we had at Roy Wilkins Park in Queens as well too. So we were doing that every summer. And then when we had it at Roy Wilkins, they wanted us to be a part of their 75th anniversary of, of, of SQPA or something like that. That they mm. And so they wanted us to do it for a week. So we had like free face painting for the kids, bouncy houses, yeah. all these different things that we incorporated into what we were doing for the community. And, um, you know, things happened. And then my boy, he went and he, he, he got his girl got pregnant and just, you know, we kind of like stopped doing it. And um, in 2014, that's when I pick, picked up with the community work again with when the whole Mike Brown and Eric Gardner situation happened. And my, my best friend, um, he, he he got killed in Hollis, Queens. Uh, Mark Arrington, God rest his soul. And um, that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to start Falling for Peace World too, um, just to get, you know, keep the, these people's uh, names fresh and keep my boy's name fresh and, and that people will never forget them and things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's how Bowling for Peace came about um, because of all the senseless acts of violence. And then I just, you know, took the round, ground running and started, you know, doing what I did with these uh, celebrity events, these basketball events to get the, the word out there more. Because just for me, it's cool. But if, you know, like I had Jim Jones at my first event, having Jim Jones there, peace where people right. don't really see Jim Jones in that, right. that you know, in, in that type situation. In that in that uh, the Godson, God rest Yeah, these are different people that now they're seeing pushing when they're only used to hearing about like gangster rap or whatever. So um, that was more the mindset when it came to the celebrity aspect of it. Right, now do you feel, um, when you when you started the movement uh, Baller for Peace, did you feel that you had um, the support from the community more so um, for the projects and things that you were putting together, or did you feel um, 
it kind of suffice to kind of have that celebrity backing to kind of, you know, get the name out a little bit more broader to let them know, look, I'm serious out here. Now I got known faces supporting me. So when I originally started it, going to the community, like, you know, uh, I didn't really know how to do it. So I went to, like, say I, I meet with the uh, senators and the local congressmen and, and you know, they there was nothing really being done. Like, they didn't really, you know, they, I'll get back to you, try to get a meeting here yeah. and there. It just seemed like it was very tough to get them to commit to coming out to the game. You know, um, they did come, you know, uh, uh, Reuben Wills, he came, they came to the second annual at York College and stuff like that. But the first game I had at Baruch College, um, and so that's in the Manhattan borough. So I started with those people out there and it didn't really happen. Um, but so what I did my first year, I kind of just pushed it like an independent rapper, like <laughs> to be honest with you, like I was in... <laughs> I was in clubs giving out tickets and stuff like that. I was um all the basketball games that I went to, I um I was just giving out flyers for, you know, cuz I was still playing and I was giving out flyers telling people, "Yo, come to my event." And um you know, I was on Facebook, you know, Instagram, but I didn't even have an Instagram for Balling for Peace at that time. It was just my own personal Instagram. Hmm. So when I first did it, my my personal Instagram looked like you know how like Jamaican uh uh promoters they promote every day they right. just promote the stuff. Yeah. flyers all over the place so that's how I was promoting ball of a piece and like my my personal Instagram looked nasty it was looking crazy hmm. like so um I just was um I didn't know how how else to do it you know because I I don't call myself a promoter. I would say I'm a special event coordinator or something like that. But, right. um, you know, at the end of the day, I just wanted the people to hear about it and get the message, uh, peace through sports. And um, so I would say I didn't really get the backing from the community as far as like uh, people in power, but I got the support from my friends and, and, and my family because they all came out and I got had tons of vendors and, you know, it was it was crazy. Baruch, I probably had over um, close to two thousand people at my first event. Now, um, now I see now you have an event coming up in Miami, pretty um, on Tuesday, right? Yeah. Next week. Well, so it's, it's no, it's next Saturday. It's July. Next 2nd. Saturday, July second. Next Saturday, we have an event out in Miami. Um, so now everything you mentioned right now was New York City. Born and bred, the borough, the hometown, nitty gritty. You know how they say, if you can make it anywhere, you can make it anywhere. How were you able to expand your event to Miami? So after having Balling for Peace in New York, um, the first five years, um, it, I always wanted to do it somewhere else. I always wanted to um, create the Road to Peace tour. I always wanted to do that. Mm. And so um being coming back from covid it was uh it has been very um difficult for people like myself who do in-person events you know we do in-person things in-person gatherings we're more uh, a people pleasing organization you know so it was tough for us to go to to the uh, like online and kind of get the message across but we had to learn and we did that um before covid i didn't have commerce website 
my website wasn't e-commerce. We just would have like information on it. But now we actually right. have merchandise for sale. We only used to have it where we would have it uh, online only. Like only when we were doing events. But now we're able to sell merchandise um, throughout the whole year. So it's a blessing now. Like COVID was a, a, a gift and a curse at the same time. You know, but we were able to get a lot of paperwork done and we're full-fledged 501c3 now. Talk um, about it. Talk so about it. So it was a gift and a curse. So, yeah, yeah. So with, with, with that being said, I didn't want to just come back and just do New York. I want to just have right. the game in New York right away again. Um, I wanted to, as a basketball player, and you know, you, we always think about the next challenge. Right. And it usually doesn't come from somebody else. It comes from itself. So to challenge myself, I want to expand the brand and go other places, whether I had sponsorship or not. You know, mm -hmm. so at the end of the day, um, we fully fund what we're doing ourselves, you know, and then we have incline mm -hmm. sponsors. We have people who give like now we're able to get uniforms and shout out to Wooter Apparel, headbands and different things that we have now. But um, it's you know, still the, the, the meat and potatoes of it comes from me, still. Right. You understand? So something that we're looking for, we actually um, we're able to, like, get donations on Instagram now. So we have that up there. I mean, that's probably the easiest way because that's the most way that we communicate with people. So now it's totally right. up to them to put us in, in the way that they can, you know? So um, uh, we, we learned a lot during this time. And again, my mindset with coming out of the pandemic was to challenge us as an organization to do more and to do more you have to reach more people so um we want to take the show on the road right. okay um uh, a question that i got for you because a lot of what you're saying right now um is it's like night and not even night and day but a mirror image to a lot of what we've been yeah. um dealing with with what we're trying to do here in north carolina and speaking to a lot of how the work that you were doing coming out of your own pocket, you know, trying to find people to donate, but really probably not getting the response that you're hoping you would get for the type of work that you're doing. Um, how were you able to offset or overcome those frustrations with, do y'all not notice like what I'm trying to do for the community? This is something major that we all need to come together with. How did you overcome not getting that initial support and realizing like I may have to kind of, do this dolo until somebody take me serious. Well, that's always been my my um, concept. I've never really worried about what other people were doing or if, uh, other people, how they support it, right? But I've always given them an opportunity to support. There's always going to be a way to support. I'm not going to give you no options. A lot of times what happens is people don't have anything to support and scream at people for not supporting. And it's like, what are you actually offering? Like, you're not offering right. anything for me to actually support you. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like, right. how can I support you if you have nothing for me to support? You know, with, with, with me directly, hey, if even if I'm sending you a text message, hey, this is the Road to Peace tour, this is the dates and what we're doing, you know, um, support with your purchase and buy a, a T-shirt, or support with and donate buy a ticket i'm giving you a way to help you know 100 it helps us 
you know, because we are independent uh, organization. So it helps us. Everything that you do for us helps us. So I'm giving you an option. So I never really worried about the people that don't support. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's not up to me, but all I can do is aspire to inspire others to do more. And whether they pick it up or right. not, it's, it's totally right. up to them. I can't do anything about that. Well, what people don't what people don't realize also is that, for example, right, H has been doing this. This is the sixth annual, right? And a lot of people like to start supporting once the building is already on the third floor. People don't like to support from the basement. People don't like to put in the hustle. They don't like to put in the hard work. They don't like to get dirty and get down to the gritty nitty of it all, right? So being, you know, H is a native New Yorker, so automatically his mindset has always been, I'm going to do it with or without you. So it's like, if you want to support, great. If you don't, great. Like, it's going to get done regardless. And that's how he has just lived his basketball life. And then now right. his life, I, I wouldn't even say life after basketball because he's still active out there. Um, But, you know, this and the Boarding for Peace narrative and the movement and everything else, it's like, you know, he's giving you, the like, he shows you everything, like his full transparency. He has the paperwork for the non-profit. He can give you the tax breaks for certain things if you do want to support. So everything right. is there for you to support. Now it's up to you to support or not. But what he's not going to do is beg you. Now, right, <laughs> exactly. Definitely not going to beg. Now, H, when we are, uh, when the family, because, you know, we like to call our, our, our peoples, we don't have fans, we don't have, you know, fanatics, none of that. We have journey fam, right? That's what we like to call the people. So when the family supports you, right, when we buy the ticket to the event, what, what what can we expect at one of your events when we pull up and we we come in and oh, show up? So, um, we're we're definitely different. Um, we have uh, free youth clinics, right? So we have the free uh, basketball clinics for the, the kids ages six to sixteen. Um, that's the for starters. Um, usually when we're in New York, I have either the Brooklyn Nets or the New York Knicks as the facilitating that and training the kids mm. and training the youth. Um, and these mm. other places uh, in Houston, we've had a lot of the players be the coaches and the trainers for the day. Like um, for the youth game in Houston, we had Skip Tamalu, Ray for Olsen. His, uh, his team played against, his AAU team played against another AAU local team in Houston. But he came out, he loved it. Um, Houston's going to be another place that we go back to as well. Um, so with that, we have, a, we have the three-point shootout. Where like you know, if you want to compete in a three-point shootout, you pay fifty bucks and you have a chance to win two hundred fifty dollars for just mm. participating in the three-point wait, shootout. Wait, family, that's um, that New York hustle right there. Pay fifty, get two fifty. Come on, let's yeah. talk about it. <laughs> Listen, you got to put into the bank, baby. Right. One hundred percent. You know, you know, put your money. Literally, put your money where your mouth is, man. If you think you right. can do it, you think you can win. You know, come come get that come get that bread real quick. You know, so um, right. At the end of the day, um, instead of doing nah, like a H, you didn't raffle, H, you didn't finish. You didn't finish. After the three point contest, you also have the dunking. Oh, one hundred percent. After the three point shootout, we have the dunk contest, which is highly anticipated. We had uh mm. the best dunker in the world, Jordan Sutherland, is the the top number one dunker in in the world right now. Mm. He's been going all over the place. He. He put the uh, participate in our last dunk contest. He wanted. He won't be able to come to Miami. He just was in New York 
couple of days ago and won a whole nother uh, dunk contest, this NFT dunk contest that they had out here for NFT NYC week. Yeah, he's fire. Um, shout out to Jordan Sutherland. And then we have the uh, celebrity game. But also we have vendors. We have vendors, we food, drinks, you know, um, clothes, everything, you know, uh, you know, candles, soap, whatever you want. Like we have it there. And um, and then we also and then we have the celebrity game and we have performances, yeah. like halftime performances. Listen, and we have the live right. bands and uh, gaming. Yeah. And it's, it's, I, a, I love how, it's a I whole love how modest you are. I love the energy and I love how modest you are because right now you're telling people they can come to a whole event. They just not getting, you know, you have something for the whole family. All right. So right now the, the little son, little, little baby girl, she can go get some training. Mom dude can go get the little shop on at the little, at the vendors, at the little flea market setup that you have, like flea market style setup. You know what I'm saying? You can support local vendors. Then at the same time, you know, the family could come together, watch the celebrity game. They can watch the dunk contest. If Pops is feeling like a shooter, if he's feeling like a boss, he can enter the three-point three contest. You know what I'm saying? Talking about, remember son back in the day, your dad had a trigger. Well, dad, you can show your son he got it. You got a trigger. You and, know? Look, and, get no, some and get some and bread. And get some bread. And get some bread. You know what I'm saying? So, listen, I, I love I love what you got going on. And, again, um, it was uh, the name on your jerseys. It's Team Peace and Team Equality, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that was strategically uh, thought out. We've been doing that for years. At the end of the day, there's no losers there. You know what I'm saying? We're fighting for peace and we're fighting for equality. You know what I mean? We're playing for peace and we're playing for equality. At the end of the day, right. that's all we want. We want. You, know, you understand? So right. um, we, 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 we want to live a world. Again, I, my thing is I want to make peace cool. I want people to talk about peace in a cool way. You know what I mean? It's, right. it's very tough and difficult at times. Sometimes even getting these venues. Like when I'm doing my hip hop events, it's, I can get it like that. But when I'm doing my peace events, I got to go through so much mm. tape and, you know, it's very tough. It's uh, And it's weird. It's very weird. I, I, I'll tell right. you that. It's one of the weirdest things that I've had to, um, to deal with in my life has been mm. trying to get venues for a peace event. You know, it's not the it's not the easiest thing you think of. You would think that it would be easier. They try to hit you over right. the head with crisis and stuff like that as well, too. And it's like to the point I remember and not to throw anybody under the bus, but I, I remember I did the game at your college the second year. And it was one price then. Right. So I was going to come back, say, uh, year four. No matter of fact, the next year, because I was going to do it at St. John's University. And then in the, the the in the say the fourth quarter, they I got a text message saying, "Hey, we can't do your event." A month before the event, I had school loaded wow. up, coming and everything. Wow. Can't do your event, and I'm like, "What?" Like I was in like, bro, I broke down. It was crazy because I had so much and I put so much energy into it. It's not you. I'm not Drake. I'm not Chris Brown. I can't just say yo to. I'm doing this and everybody's gonna come so that's why you right. have to have this promotional time you have to have people like this getting involved pushing the event it's not just me it's not just me but um right. at the end of the day i'm gonna be the one pushing the event more than anybody else you know i know that about myself i wouldn't even put that responsibility on anybody and and think that they're going to keep that same energy you know how people be like yo keep that same mm. energy in a bad way 
But in a good way, I don't think that they're going to keep that same energy like how I do it. So I don't plan for them to do it. But even if they give me 10% of what I'm doing, all right, cool. I'm okay with that. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you send out that fly one time, all right, cool. I'll take it. You know, at the end of the day, because it's not theirs. It's not something. It's not their goal. It's not their vision. Mm. It's not something that they really want. You understand what I'm saying? Like that person right. at Walmart is going to put the same energy as the people who own Walmart. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So they're yeah. just there for a couple of hours. They don't care about the results of the overall, right. how much money the, the companies spend at the end of the day. So I don't fault people and I don't even put pressure on them to even be who I who I think they, you know, now, who I think I am. Right. You understand? So, yeah. Now, speaking but about- then also, H, you mentioned, you mentioned um you being able to get on venues for hip hop events. So I just want to let RTJ the brand know as well that there is H2O music as well. And he also did his very first his annual comedy show, which is something he's been wanting to do forever. Mm. So he's doing a comedy show now as well. Um Dope. so I just want to let you guys know about that as well. So you know just definitely follow him and and follow yeah. the journey. No pun intended. Oh yeah. No, no, no. Listen, family, anything you got going on, please let us know. Shoot it to us. We will promote oh, yeah. it. We will put it out promote there. It heavy. Because, um, <clears throat> honestly, uh, a lot of times people like exactly what you're doing and where you're at. That's what me and B Dollar is trying to get to. You know what I'm saying? To that grand scheme and to that grand level. There's nothing wrong with showing with showing love. There's nothing wrong with showing love to somebody doing the same exact thing that you're doing. That's why when right. Gutter told me what you was doing immediately, as soon as he told me, I said, "Oh, I'm showing the bro, I'm showing the Brody love, yo." Like we got to get his message out. No, you know literally, same day. Like no, no, same, <laughs> I was literally, like, like, I... <laughs> like right. you know what I'm saying? Like oh no, nah. as soon as you sent it to me and I seen what he got going on, yo, I said Gutter is going down. I sent B Dollar the message like, yo, this is what I'm showing love to this week. I already got it a wrap because Wait. like what you're doing for the community I, is so I, big. I the, kid, the kids need this. The kids need a place that that is safe. It's cool. People need to see a black man in the forefront doing this because we're right. not thugs. We're not criminals. We're not ignorant. We're not dumb. All right. That's that's not who we are. Now, we may right. look a certain sort of way. People may try to carry us or try to paint a certain picture about us, but that's not us. The work is going to speak for itself. And my brother, the work you putting in is definitely speaking value. So I just want to say I appreciate what you're doing. Because you're saving lives out there. Thank you. You're right. helping people, here's, you know. And like one thing, one, always, one thing I've noticed real quick, Bidal, you've been real modest about everything. You know what I'm saying? Through this whole process, through this whole interview, it's like, yo, it's not about me. It's not about me. I can't do this alone. I don't expect right. people, you know, even to, to believe in my dream as much as I do. But it's not even about my dream. My dream is to help other people. My dream is to inspire others. So family, I, I salute you on that. And the crazy no, thing is so- about that, Jay. The the crazy thing is that knowing him in real life, and we've had this conversation plenty of times where I tell H, like, yo, listen, like I get it. You're humble. I get it. You're doing it just not for yourself. There's a bigger picture. I get it. But that humbleness also gets attributed to you not putting in enough work. You know what I'm saying? Like people automatically just feel like you're not doing enough. And like you don't understand, like this man does a lot by himself. Right. Like I like, and it needs to be 
showcased a little bit more. That's why I am pushing, kind of pushing to, you know, getting him more interviews and things like that. Because at the end of the day, um, you know, he has an even bigger picture than just what he's doing now, which is the sixth annual in July 2nd, by the way, Miami. Um, you know, and oh, wait, May 5th, he just, did, he just did Houston, by the way. Wait, what um, park are they going to be at in, in July 2nd? What park are they going to be at in Miami? It's uh, Charles Haley uh, Park, but it's actually the gym. Charles Haley Gym. Okay. okay. In the vicinity of the park. Yeah. Charles Listen, and the here. link. Yeah. <laughs> and for everyone, and for everyone out there, if you go to if you go to my bio or you go to H's bio, you're going to see the link for the website is to get the tickets. They're ten dollars. So yeah. well, you see that right right you across the right banner at the bottom. Right you see it scrolling at the bottom. You know what I'm saying? Go to oh, their page. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta follow that. them. Listen, y'all gotta follow right. them. Go to their page and follow them. But you ain't even gotta wait Yo, to that, get your ticket. Get your ticket right now, damn it. And even if you can't one so thing it's ten dollars. One thing I wanted to Don't point think. out. One one thing I wanted to point out, um, that I just love that the energy of that. Um, not even so much just the the modesty of how you're saying this is bigger than me. It's not about me. I'm just one man trying to just make that change and just and start with me and then bring along whoever you know feels touched by what I'm doing and want to do the same. But even just at this moment, you get a lot of us, especially from the black community, that don't that never wants to um, feel like we don't know enough. You know, there's times when we feel like because we want to be the face, the name of something so big, we try to keep it where no one else can have that that shine. And even as you're speaking to right now, what you're doing um, and your process and your journey to how you got to the point that you are now, I'm sitting here soaking in what you're saying and learning, you know, what you went through to now where you are now, because that's one thing that I personally struggle with. I'm pretty sure Model Citizen Jay can speak to that as well. Um, getting over the adversity of people still viewing us how we used to be opposed to who we are now, you know, after we've gone through life, learned things and, and, and you get the knowledge of how life really should be working. Um, now see me as this new individual that's trying to do something bigger than what I used to think was important. And you don't get that same support. Cause like you said, I can put on a hip hop concert and everybody before, let me get that ticket. Let me get four tickets. Let me get advanced pay and all that. But now I'm talking about, yeah, let's do something where we're putting the guns down and we educating the youth and doing things like that. Oh, it's crickets out here. I'm the same individual. I'm just a lot yeah, better. Yeah, but B Dollar, here's the thing. Here's the right. thing to that, right? The thing to that is being able to reinvent yourself. That's number one, right? Right. Number two is putting in the work and putting, and the thing is that people don't realize, right? All these social media outlets, we have to utilize them the right way. Content mm. is king, right? I don't care if you get one like or 50 likes. They saw it. Trust me, they saw right. it. You know what I'm saying? So continue pushing that narrative and changing the narrative and putting in the work. And it's, go it's going to pay off. The hustle is going to pay off. But the thing is that, like you said, people like to put you in a box, right? They like right. to put you in a box that they're comfortable having you in, right? Because having you outside of that, outside of that box makes them uncomfortable, right? So... A lot of people, they look in the mirror and they look at a representative of what they believe they are, not what they actually see in the mirror, right? Right. So with that being said, you guys are doing great work. You guys have to continue doing great work, continue putting the content out there, go live, go do, do reels, do things like that, because then at, at some point, 
then you can get your Instagram to be monetized, right? So now right. you can have a badge on all your videos. Now that badge could be RTJ the brand, right? So now right. when anyone donates, it goes right into your organization. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you just got to continue putting in that work and continue utilizing social media for what is meant to be, not just to be looking at chicks twerking and all that extra shit. Because exactly. at the end of the day, you guys have a mission. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, not saying I that you guys can't look at the chicks, but at the end of the day, you guys have a mission. You know what I mean? Look, right, right. And then I just want to say, y'all see why I did the intro for gutter the way I did it? That man just gave you game for free 99. Y'all better pay attention to what he just said. That just wasn't right, applied right. to RTJ the brand. That was applied to everybody who's listening right now. That was free 99. All right? Right. I told you that's the type of individual that brother is. He'll give you he'll give you the tools, but it's up to you to build a house. <laughs> what you gonna do with it? You <laughs> nah, know what I'm each, saying? Each one, each one teach one. Yeah, at the end of the day, if you right. if you know something, like it, it costs you nothing to share it. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like just like yeah. if I'm blocking the sun, right? If I'm blocking the sun on you, it don't stop it from shining on me. It can shine on all, all right. of us. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? But people don't think like that, but it is what it is. But just like H was saying, you know, sometimes from different communities, different places, you're not going to get that support, you know. So, H, I, I want to ask you, mm -hmm. what was, how do you correlate? Because, you know, we like to teach kids and we like to teach the youth. Basketball and life go hand in hand. So can you give us one one situation how an experience on the court is helping you get through some adversities now with, with your program, with the Ball for Peace? How did you over, you know, um, what, what's the connection? Well, everything. With, with, just to, to be honest with you, like everything with, with sports and, and, and basketball um, has helped me out 110% for me to keep going, to be honest with you. Like for mm -hmm. for, uh, for starters, um, if I had if I had a, a quitter's mentality, I would have been <laughs> done long time ago. Because of the lack mm -hmm. of support that you know you get from these events uh, at times, and, and all the, the self motivation that I had to have uh, on the basketball court as well. Again, I'm like five eleven, six foot with my shoes on, but I was able. And I, I, I only played. This is this Bro, is a you're fun not, fact. You're not six like, feet. I, you're not six feet. With my shoes on, six foot. <laughs> I'm six foot. Don't. Um, we don't play with we don't play with our shoes off, so I'm six foot. Um, anyway. <laughs> but what I was gonna say is, um, I only played one year of high school basketball, so from the adversity, I only played my senior year of high school basketball, and I still made it to play Division One ball. And I and in my senior year, I led my Division One school in scoring as well too. So like, it, it's been a lot of adversity in my basketball life that has allowed me to understand the business and understand that, hey, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get everybody, I'm not gonna be their choice. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Like, I'm not gonna be, that's why they have so many different flavors of even like even, or so many food to pick from when you go to a restaurant, cause you're not gonna be everybody's choice. You understand what I'm saying? Right. But if okay. you don't worry about everybody else and kind of like narrow it down to like what you like and what you want to do and what you want to push. Now you don't, you, you understand that you don't control or people can't control what you do or control your right. narrative. So right. when I'm, when I'm doing these things, the best feeling that I have is that 
I, I don't do it with the intent of somebody else's satisfaction of it. Mm. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's like I, I'm doing it to get everybody to make everyone. Um, I'm doing it to. I'm doing it because it's needed, one. But there are other people who have a, a larger voice than me that can be doing the same thing that's mm. not doing it. You, you understand what I'm saying? But right. at the end of the day, if right. I was doing it for, you know, this like, you know, the clout and everything like that, then I would never, then I would even approach it differently. Then it would be all right. about me. Right. You wouldn't have to interview me at all because I'm just, I'm telling everybody, yo, this is the best thing going and, but that's not it. You know, I wouldn't, and, that, and maybe that's a bad, maybe it's a good and a bad thing because maybe people right. do need to know right. a little bit more of like, what's really happening you understand what i'm saying a lot of great mm -hmm. things has happened and i've done a lot of great work but i don't really i don't boast and brag about it not even even my basketball career like you know what i'm saying right. I'm, I'm really one of those dudes out here you know i played division one ball played overseas even with the three on three three weeks ago i played that in in uh in the nay smith hall of fame for three on three talk to them USA. talk to them talk to them h Talk to, them. Talk to them. <laughs> hold up. Wait, Let's wait. go. Wait, wait, hold up. See now. See, I was wait. I was gonna wait a couple of seconds. I was gonna give you a couple of minutes, but I was gonna ask you, my brother. You, you a baller. Your, your nickname is your tag name is H two O. Um, I was really gonna ask you. So now you already set it off. My fa family, read your resume. People need to know that we talking to a certified baller. All right. Talk to them, H. Talk Listen, to them. Talk that. Talk to us. We 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 want H two O. We don't want H. We want the baller right now. All right, because I know when you on the court, it, it ain't yeah. you're not humble. You're not modest. Because yeah. I'm a ball At player. All. You can't be modest on the court. You can't be yeah. humble. Nah. It's kill or be killed. So family, talk, talk that. I've always, talk your I've talk. always killed. With, I've killed with you know my game. I let my game do the speaking for me. But if somebody else talks to me, that I don't I don't back down. You understand? But um, right. you know. I went to school, Campus Magnet High School, honorable mention, all all city, first team, all Queens. My first year, I only played one year of high school basketball. Queens get the money. Queens get the money. Queens in the building. That's a fact. That's a fact. One hundred percent. Only played my my senior year. I went to Campus Magnet. It used to be called Andrew Jackson. Um, mm. a, a crazy little story, real quick. My 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 freshman year, I went to seventy two. Which was my uh, junior high school, but it's at that time they used to have the ninth grade in um, junior high school. So mm. I stayed. I stayed my junior, uh, my first year. My sophomore year, I went to uh, to Campus Magnet, and I broke my left wrist, mm. so I didn't play at all. My junior year, I broke my left arm, so I didn't play at all. My junior year, so. My senior year was the only year that I had to play and ball out. And I balled out, averaged like 18 and, and 8, um, did my thing, um, but my grades wasn't the best. So I had to go to junior college. I went mm. to Sullivan Community College my first year out because I wanted to go to prep school. And I was holding out for prep school, and um, it didn't happen for whatever reason. So I went to Sullivan Community College, uh, which is a Division three junior college. They didn't. I wasn't even supposed to be there. I made that choice on Labor Day. My aunt was like, "Yo, you have to go somewhere 
I know you're holding out for these schools and that, but you got to go somewhere. So I went to Sullivan Community mm. College. They wasn't even looking at me or anything. Um, mm. I was the 35th man when I got there. My my picture that I they had a team picture. I had on a I had a pullover jersey. Wasn't even the, the jersey. They didn't have no more jersey. Mm. I had a pullover uniform to take pictures in. And the, the, the joint came down to my ankles. It was crazy, bro. It was crazy. I, at Sullivan, I was mm. playing with 28-year-olds. It was it was insane. I was a true freshman. But I went from that to being the number one guy um, when we went into the playoffs. I was that main guy, MVP. It went from mm. not supposed to be on the team to being the MVP of the team. Um, my coach left in the middle of the in the middle of the summer, Chad Beaton. Um, and I wound up going to Monroe Community College. And I got to tell a story. I, I went to Monroe Community College. They wanted me to come out there. And the coach was a bozo. And I don't really want to mention too much about him. But he he tried to just literally get me there to waste my year because I killed him during the year. It was some, some wow. weird. And I wound up having to get a hardship red shirt. My mother was sick at the time. And he wasn't even trying to help me get it. So I had to go to the baseball coach. And the baseball coach is the one who helped me get my year back. Making a long story short, but I had to, during that time there, I wasn't working out with the team anymore, and I started playing intramurals. I started working mm. out with certain players who was there, just not even on the team, but just people who was, you know, just thought they was good at basketball and started working out with them. And um, I went to a junior college exposure event, did my thing. After that, I'm giving you the, the quick and dirty of it. And then right. I... um. My school called Chafee and Rancho Cucamonga. But remember, I told you I had to get that hardship red shirt. Right. So all of the to the first time of the uh, the first day of the game, I mean, the, my first uh, practice, um, I was thinking about, are they going to grant me my year? And so a week before the season started, I got a letter from the uh, NJCAA that I was cleared to play. And I was able to play, and then I, I did my thing in, in Chafee, uh, and then I got a full scholarship to Sacramento State, which was my a Division One school. But remember, I played one year high school basketball, played at a Division Three junior college, and still made it to Division One, and led my team in scoring. You know what I'm saying? So that's why, like, people don't understand the things that I have been through and had to overcome on the basketball tip so then you you talk about doing balling for peace and someone not giving right. you a venue okay they didn't give me a venue but i'm gonna overcome that and we'll do it somewhere else so that's how it correlates to go back to your, your your question that's how everything correlates from sports and actually doing these events is that you know adversity comes from sports but it's all about you overcome that and yeah, that's correct, what correct that's me how if I'm my wrong. mental state is clear you said you played basketball overseas, right? I did. I did. Talk, talk, so listen, we're not going to leave that out. Talk about that. I okay. <laughs> yeah. After I, I, um, I uh, left Sacramento State, I got drafted at the time. Remember the CBA? I got drafted to the Albany Patroons. That was the first team I mm. ever got drafted to. And I also had a D league, uh, a D league. Um, I was to uh, work with five hundred people 
rated out of the five you I was rated the top five players in that whole uh D League um draft camp. And um top, top five. I was we offered about? A, we I got a D top five uh, contract. Top five, top five, top five. You already know. So <laughs> I got a D League contract. And at the time you had to get a contract in, in order to put your name into the draft. So I had to have a contract to be in the draft. But um right. the draft was in November and the draft was in November and I went to uh I got an offer to go play in Romania and get guaranteed money. So I opted to do that other than waiting around for the G League. You know, so that was the first place that I played in was in Romania. And then I played in Hungary, I played in China. I played in DR, played in Mexico, I played in Puerto Rico, played in Canada, um, yeah, Colombia. Played a lot of places, man. You know, so um, I, I definitely have fun playing ball. I still do have fun playing ball. It's a lot tougher on my body now, right. you know, but um, I still, I still <laughs> that love recovery. It, you know? That recovery time different. <laughs> we had um one question in the room. Um, actually, this is Mama Dollar. This this is Mama Dollar right here. My mom Dukes. Um, she asked, "What was the age that you realized that you were talented enough to possibly do this for a living and perhaps make a play um for the NBA?" Well, that's a that's a great question. Um, I started playing ball. My mother used to run a tournament. And today, ironically, I um, the the same place that my mother ran a tournament, I refereed there for the first time. I did that today. Mm. I ref at that tournament today in that that Yo, same park the that my mother used to used to run this tournament. Listen, your mother and, um, this in you early for you to do this, bro. This in your DNA. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I, I out, picked up a ball to, at three. Shout years out to old. your moms, man. Shout out to mama. Love. Listen again. We just gonna bring it back. Moms know best. Moms will set you right. up for success before you even know it. Shout out to your mm-hmm. mother for doing for doing that amazing work and just putting in that that spirit inside you for you to be great, man. That's so dope. One hundred percent. And and um, she did that. She put the ball in my hands and literally, I it guided me through life. Like basketball, literally, like tunnel vision guided me through life. So like, I always goals for myself. So as a young boy. I always set goals. I always said like, hey, I want to play on my, my elementary school and be captain. I did that. Junior high school team, the same thing. Play and be the captain. I did that. High school, I, I played my, you know, only my senior year, but I did that. Like, you know what I mean? I was the main person. I set these goals. Right. I want to play Division One basketball. I did that. I wanted to play in the NBA. I came up a little bit short, but I always had that goal and that aspiration to play in the NBA. And and I got I got the recognition from everybody. You know you understand what I'm saying? Like I created a brand um, from my name. You know from I got a streetball right. name H2O, and most people you know you hear about their names. Even like Skip to my Lou and you know all these people who have names, and you know not most of them do you know create a business out of it. I created my business out of my streetball name. You understand what I'm right. saying? A so music, a so basketball, you know, balling for it came at the balling for peace. Like, you know, it's it's so it's a blessing to have played. But um there was a time 
my senior year, when I led my I led my team in scoring, I was top 20 in seniors in the nation in scoring. And um, I was like, yo, I really basketball like I, it was like, yo, I could really play in the league, you know, with the right mm. representation. I could play in the league. And, um, you know, coming from a mid-major, smaller school, it was just a little bit tougher. But um, I definitely it wasn't a, it wasn't a talent thing because I was better than a lot of those dudes. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I didn't I wasn't the play that, you know, you see the CNI test, you see somebody taller and everything. I always had to show them. Right. Proof. So I would love to be on the court and like bust somebody's ass and be like, you know, <laughs> yeah, this is so who you thought was nice, like he's not good right. at all. Like, you know what I'm saying? So right. he's not that guy. I've yeah, always exactly. had that guy. Yeah. So right, I, we, I, I would say we, my senior year, I feel that I can do that. Yeah, we try to um, but you know, with the kids that, that we mentor with uh, and coach, we try to emphasize that the biggest thing especially coming from New York City and, and you playing in the boroughs and the playgrounds is where you really you get your name and your grip from. It was always bring your game, not your name, because your name don't mean shit if you ain't on the court handling your business. Right. Um, there's one thing that actually we were doing actually just recently, and they'll see it when they get to that point. Hopefully they're not watching right now to, to ruin the surprise. Um, but when we finally get to gift our team their first set of uh, official uniforms on the back of it, we were going back and forth contemplating, yo, you know, do we, we let them pick their numbers and then, you know, give them their own special name on the back? Because obviously they'll feel great about having that. But it was like, no, because you worry so much about putting your name on your back of your jersey, you tend to forget that all that matters is what we did on this court. If we losing, that's what we're being remembered for. So we ended up saying on the back of the jerseys, we were just going to put respect. Respect that opponent, respect this game, play it the right way, and then watch where it's going to take you. Respect and yourself. Just, just right. Respect. And, and just listening to the journey that you had and all the obstacles you had to go through. Because you said, look, broke wrist, broke shoulder. At that point, I'm washing my hands like, all right, look, obviously God trying to tell me this ain't for me. Let me go do something else. But you like, nah, you know, I still got the drive with me. It's still in me to know that I can do this. You still made your way up the ranks got to you know as far as you got not to ultimately where you wanted to but you still made it much further than a lot of people i know that definitely could have went further <laughs> speaking to myself you know exactly with that um but just understanding there's still a process you can go through we like to emphasize it's not about the destination it's about the journey you just spoke to that word for word you know exactly everything you went through yo the the journey is everything i would say like literally it's it's I live a life lesson. Like my whole life is a lesson. You know what I'm saying? Even in relationships, you, you, you talk about, you know, relationships you have with women and you learn. Like people expect you. And if somebody goes and if you were in a relationship with somebody in your early 20s and now you're in your 30s or whatever, and they're talking to you about things that you did back then, it's like, yo, and you tell them like, hey, I learned from that. You understand what I'm saying? Right. I'm a better person from that yeah like real talk i'm not the same person but you keep trying to keep me in that space i can't talk right to you. i can't continue to talk to you because you're trying to keep me there and i've graduated from that space that i was in <laughs> at that time i graduated right like, every year you know like even in elementary you go to you know you go to junior high school then you go to high school you graduate so from that time period I wasn't right. You know what I'm saying? I, I couldn't do that. You know, I focused way too much on basketball to actually focus on a relationship at that time. You right. understand? So, yeah, I would dibble and dab and talk. To the, the, 
because I was curious. I was learning. I was learning myself. You understand? But a lot of people would try to keep you in the past and not really like right. try to build the right. future. And those are the people that I can't really talk to. That's a fact. Those are the and ones that you got to say, uh, <laughs> I respect where you're going in life, but our journey is not parallel. So I have to go. I'm out. 100%. You know. Right. I think that's the that's that's the key to to ultimately kind of pushing yourself forward is realizing that, and it's okay to realize that you know the day one people may not be day fifty. You know the fact that if your mindset is still from what we were doing day one, then obviously that was for that time. That's not for this time. No love lost, yep. but ultimately realizing if we're gonna grow and they're not. Exactly, deuces. I, I see. I see you later. Like, come buy one of my tickets to my event. That's that's. What but I you see. teach people. <laughs> but you teach people how to treat you, though. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. When you right. when you re- when you respect yourself, and you have self worth, and you know your value, you teach people how to treat you. And if they, they don't right. fit what your what your narrative is for your life and what you want out of life, then like A said, deuces. Like that's that. <laughs> Simple and plain. <laughs> And you have to be okay with that, though, too. You have to be okay with knowing that everybody doesn't, you know, everybody can't come on your your your, your journey with you. Everybody can't, you know. So um, you have to be okay with that. And literally, w- when I learned that I can't, you, you can't control what someone thinks, what someone does, what someone says, like, right. it opened up my eyes 110% to the point where I'm like, yo, I feel so good. I, it makes me feel so good that I know that I can't control anybody, so I don't try to. And then it comes mm. off, it, sometimes it comes off as nonchalant or you don't care, but it's not right. that. It's just more right. that I can't care about you more than I care about myself. You understand what I'm saying? Talk so about it. I can't mm-hmm. control But people you don't that. realize, H, there's, there's, there's something called an emotional bank account, right? You have people that make deposits. And do you have people that make withdrawals, right? If you have people that make more withdrawals than deposits, then you're going to be on E, right? So now we have this imaginary vehicle that we that we ride on for life, right? And that vehicle has a weight limit, right? And in that movie Friday when Smokey said, my mama don't like when a lot of people come with me, that resonates to life. It's just that you right. know, it just you just don't fit. That weight limit has been surpassed at this point, and the people can't come with you, and that's okay. Right. Right. Now, um, speaking so about quick question, I saw. Yeah. Oh, quick, let me go real quick. Quick question, I saw as I'm um, you know, trying to act like I know what I'm doing on here, and I'm <laughs> browsing the website right now. Uh, everyone, please make sure you tap in ballofapeace.org. Um. Just speaking about the motivation to why you do what you do, why it's so important. Um, and the biggest thing for me is always looking back at our community and going, the one thing that we always stress about or complain about is we never have the resources to do this. We never have the resources to do that or get the opportunity. Um, I'm seeing actually right here that you have a Ball for Peace scholarship program. So can you speak to that? Because um, that's big, you know, giving mm, kids opportunities to really – go further than we're given the opportunity to do and have someone out here talking about, I got something in place to help you. So, so that's what this is all about. Um, in particular, we're giving away scholarships to boys and girls, basketball, seniors, right? So this is what this road to peace tour is all about. 
We're giving out scholarship. This would be the first scholarship that we give out, Bowling for Peace scholarship. And whatever that is, mm. this is what we're trying to raise money and funds for. This is what people are right. actually paying into. Um, you know, we're doing the work. We're putting it out there. You know, some people some people will support something that they don't even know. They have no clue what, what's happening. We're letting right. you know this is what you're, you know, you're paying for. This is what you're doing. This is what we're doing it for. And this is what you're helping us do. This in particular, this basketball scholarship to boys and girls, high school seniors going into colleges. So at the end of this uh, this tour, we have people submitting like, uh, like essays and things of that nature to be uh, awarded a chance to get a scholarship from us with nice. Balling for Peace. And we're trying to get these funds organically um, from people. Um, so it's not like you're, you're buying a ticket or you're doing this and you have no clue where this is going. We're going to make an announcement at the end of the tour who actually won, uh, got, gets the scholarship and, That's and right. we get about That's the right. So, so um, we do have programs. If you look on, on our website, ballforpeace.org, you go to all the programs. We are in uh, the DOE as a vendor. So we're able to get, like, you know, um, get teachers who are doing, like, um, uh, gun violence prevention programs, uh, you know, financial literacy courses. These are all the things that we have. And if we get picked up by our school, we can provide these services to these schools. That is fire. Listen, listen, bro. You you over here, you you Chef Curry with it, I see. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> your hand is in every pot. Um, I want to know what's next. What is your vision? Where do, where do you see yourself going? Where do you see yourself growing? Because I see you're a visionary. I see what you're doing now is kind of like the stepping stone for what for what you're building toward. Can you give us a little insight to where where you see the the the, the bigger picture for you is at? So the bigger picture, and and one day, uh, and hopefully soon, because you know now everything happens like you know really really fast. Um, you know I'm I'm kind of I'm living out what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? I, I say it. It comes in my mind, I put it on paper, and then I actually do it. And that's oh, wow. how I live my life, right? Dang, that sounds you like know? speaking about manifestation, affirmations. Think it, speak yeah. it, achieve it. Talk about it. 100%. So the, the, the thing that I'm is going to happen um, is we're going to have a, a peace center. It's going to be the Ball for Peace Peace Center, like a rec center, where we, mm. we have programs, sports programs. All of the things that we actually provide for other people, we're gonna have it in our own space. It's not enough community centers anymore. Like you know, there used to be boys and girls clubs and pals and this, and it's not enough for them. So and they worry about people, kids, gun shooting, and it. They have no outlets. They have nowhere to go. So at the end of the day, and they don't have people who are invested in, in those yep. jobs. You know, so. The, 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 my ultimate goal is to have my own recreation center called the Peace Center, and um, that's what that's what I plan on doing. Well, and you right know, now, you right know, now is real, real quick. Yeah. I, I was gonna say real quick, and I'm so calm and I'm so cool and, and with, with with what I'm doing now because for a long time, you know, playing ball, a lot of ball players don't know what they want to do next, right? So I've been doing this throughout my life because that was taught to me. Like my mother taught me how to give back. My mother taught me 
how to just, you know, be selfless. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, um, I feel very, the same way that I put the energy that I put in when I was working out two and three times a day to play Division One ball and the playoffs, I do that now for Balling for Peace. And that's what kind of like keeps me grounded and keeps me, you know, striving for more. Because every day you wake up, you have a goal. If you don't have any goals, you don't, you don't have nothing, you know, going on in your life, you're lost. A lot of people right. are lost out here. I'm not right. one of them. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I know what I want to do. I can tell you word for word. I could break everything down. What's my next move and everything. That's why it doesn't really like startle me or get me, you know, worried about what I'm doing because I, I, I live, I'm living in my purpose. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So, um, it's, you know, that's pretty much it. You got to find your niche and find your niche and do what you got to do. Listen, it's 1126, 620, yeah, just... 2022. <laughs> I just want to We're going to touch and agree that you're going to get your building. All right. You're going to get your facility and you're going to change the lives of right. millions of kids, millions of families. You're just going to make other people be well and they're going to benefit. And here over here at RTJ, the brand, you always going to have a home with us, bro. Okay. Because one day we're going to strive to get our building. And guess what? You can pull up, uh, Bowling for Peace can pull up anytime and get on the court. You know what I'm saying? Put up shots. That's a fact. For real. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm, I'm looking at this list right now, running down all these things that you offer. And, you know, it's also, like I said, it's, it's refreshing and brings me like pure happiness to see someone else also with the same mindset of what we're trying to grow. Because again, like we said, we're trying to get to where your status is. And I'm pretty sure you're still looking at it like, look, I got so much more to do and such and, and way bigger to get. Um, and I'm just looking at this right now. And we actually had a show one time where we we're asking, speaking in reference to schools and what they teach and the things that, you know, they're invested into our children um, and just feel like some of them may not be as prepared as we're hoping they're being ready to. And it's like looking at this is some of the things that I feel needs to be implemented in regular school. Because 100%. this is what's awaiting them when they leave, not what we're being taught. Not, I mean, I learn your history, know you know all that that they teach us. But it's this right here that when I graduate, especially as a black man, when I walk out that door, I have to face a lot of other things that a lot of other people don't have to deal with, and a lot of that is touched on this list right here. Mm -hmm. I, well, so this was put together because. These are the things, like you said, these are the things that are needed. When I, you know, there's a lot of things that we don't know when we're, you know, we grow up and we literally just don't know what to do. You know, we're not taught none of this. We're not taught right. any of We had like peer mediation. We had like, there were no real outside programs that would come to our schools. They built, they had right. the dance program. Right. They would come and dance and, you know, but there was nothing. There was nothing, you know. But so, you know, at the end of the day, instead of just talking about it, I'm trying to live, live this out. And um, that's pretty much it, brother. That's pretty much it, bro. Well, look, it's I know July, I can speak July 2nd, behind. we in Miami. Yeah. Look, look, I, 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 I joked about it yesterday. Yeah, I, I told my wife and kids, I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah, dad might be out of town for a little while. I might take a little top two trip uh, right down the road. <laughs> Take a take a quick flight out there. Um, but definitely real quick, speak to the people right now. Just let them know where they can donate, you know, where they can get all the information, where can they follow you, just everything they need to know about Born for Peace, because this is honestly, it'll be a travesty 
for people not to know about this? So um, the easiest way right now, you can go to Instagram, go to my page, H205, that's the letter O, not zero. Go to Ballin' for Peace, B-A-L-L-I-N, the number four in the word peace. Uh, we both have our... And we both have our uh, donation links up there. It's up there. It's all connected. If you want to um, go and buy a ticket, you can also go to either one of those. But you can also go to our website, ballerforpeace.org. Um, we also have another donation link there on our actual page. Um, you know, so there's many ways that you can support. And I always tell people support with your purchase. We have merchandise that you can buy. Um, pretty good dope mer merch that we, we, we're selling as well. Um, so there's many ways. You know, you go to Balling for Peace, or email us, info at ballingforpeace.org. Let us know if you want to become a sponsor. We have sponsorship packages um, where you're actually, you know, you're a sponsor of the event. So now you're more invested. You know what I mean? You have your logo yeah. on everything. You get your logo on the press release. You get your name in the press release. Um, and, and all the things that are listed in the sponsorship packages. But, um, you know, we're working really hard. We're trying to, you know, we're not trying, we're doing. And uh, we're going to make this, uh, you know, we're going to make this uh, a nationwide and worldwide name before it's all said and done. And also, make sure you follow H2O Music every Tuesday night at 9. They do go live with different um, independent artists um, with the Kid Indeed where they do live interviews on Instagram and also follow um, H2O Basketball as well. Yes, sir. Yo, we're, um, you. You, let, let's talk about this tour real no fast. Um, after Miami, where, where's where's the tour going to? Is that the last stop on the um, So we were, we were going to do Atlanta. Um, so we, we, we were going to do Atlanta with the Overtime Arena. Um, so that was actually going to be the next stop before Miami. We're going to do that on Juneteenth. And um, I went out to Atlanta. I was flying out to Atlanta and uh, met with them, met with the arena and saw at the, the arena and everything. And um, it just, um, they were wishy-washy with the date. So I had to move on to Miami. So we're going to focus in on New York, which is going to um, gonna be at LIU Brooklyn. Um, and we're, mm. we're locking in that date either for uh august 27th for the following weekend but um that's mm -hmm. what we're doing so it's gonna be new york and then we have sacramento trying to get all this done before um before school starts but that's that's the plan listen lord willing it's gonna be done um yes sir yo gutter real quick is there anything you want to say to the people yo you want to talk to the family about Nah, man. Follow H2O5. Follow Bowling for Peace. Follow H2O Music, H2O Basketball. And you can follow me at, at Straight from the Gutter. And um, make sure you hit that link in the bio. Make sure you support, donate, and share to other people. Because at the end of the day, if only our followers are seeing things, it's kind of pointless. So I always right. tell people, instead of hitting like or hit a comment or whatever, just share it to five of your friends. So then maybe that's someone that wants to, that wants to support the movement. And I appreciate you guys, RTA, the brand forever. You guys are doing a great work as well. And um, that's pretty much it. Love y'all. Appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, I know I, I'm already envisioning um, we, we getting in more contact and linking to do something because, like I said, I'm just listening to you speak on, on, your, on your path and what you're doing out here. And it's in such correlation to what I see, what we're trying to do, you know, with our brand and especially coming from the same neighborhood you come from in New York City and trying to just bring that to the South. 
Um, because they definitely have nothing like that out here at all. So, you know, we got a, a major uphill climb of trying to get people to understand the vision with that. So we can do that. It's it's a done deal, man. We we're gonna do that right. in North Carolina. You know, yes, sir. Listen, yep. RTJ and Balling for Peace. We're gonna do that. We're gonna yes. do that out there in North Carolina. Y'all be the headlining sponsors and everything, and we're gonna be the brand and connected, and we're gonna do all that we're out there. Work in North that out. We gotta yeah. work that out. I just appreciate. Listen, y'all heard it. Listen, how we say we we speak it into existence. You know, what I'm saying yeah. that, that's what we we just plan to see. We gonna water it and watch it watch it grow and develop. Um, that's easy as long as y'all long we putting in that same work together. It's gonna be a layup. It's oh, be a layup. easy. Listen, it's gonna be the way to LeBron. Um, alley you. You know what I'm saying? We gonna make it look good. Make it look easy. Um, that's it. I truly appreciate this right here because you know it's a breath of fresh air seeing somebody else putting in the same amount of work for the community, for the uh, for the people, for the children. You know, people don't realize the children are the future. Yo, that is who we're supposed to invest in. Um, there's people who took the time out to invest in us, and when we were little kids, to where we can't repay them back for anything. So the only thing we can do is take the information and the knowledge and you know turn it to applied knowledge and give it back to the youth. So. To both of y'all gentlemen, I appreciate y'all so much, so dearly for the work that y'all put in. And again, y'all got y'all family. So anytime family want to pull up, family pulls up, man. You know what I mean? Just don't ask me to get y'all anything to drink out the refrigerator because that's over. All right? Um, <laughs> yo, please, please go follow these gentlemen on their social media sites, man. Please, please. They have valuable information. If you can't even go to the event, yo, you heard the brother say it's just $10. Yo, you can actually pay for a ticket and sponsor somebody else in Miami to go. There's probably a bunch right. of little kids or a group of people who want to go. You could just right. send like twenty dollars, and that's that's two people right there. That's two right. people, and I'm sure H is gonna make sure there's gonna be two worthy people that get it, mm. not two people that 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 can get it that 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 could buy the ticket, but they chose not to buy it. This brother right. has a scholarship uh, program for for two athletes. Okay. For two student athletes, being a student athlete is not easy, okay? Not at all. It is just, it's not for the faint of heart, okay? Y'all heard this man's journey. This man said he only played one year of high school basketball. He went through a broken wrist. Then he broke his shoulder. Now, as a teenager, do you know what that hunger and that desire is when you want to do something and then you break your arm and you got to watch from the sidelines? So he had two years of hunger. So I want to let you know he had a choice. It was either, like B. Dollar said, F basketball, I'm about to go do something else. I, I might be mm -hmm. a good graphic designer. Or you know what? I've been sitting on my ass for two years. When I get the fuck up, y'all niggas in trouble. <laughs> and, and they we, were. And he got up. Right. Y'all was in trouble. <laughs> y'all was in big trouble. Did you hear the part when the brother said, he had a coach. He played for a coach who was hating on him because he gave him the business last season. Mm. Tried to ruin this man's career. Right. But when you're doing God's work and God got a bigger picture for you, a bigger plan for you, can't nobody stop you. You know what I'm saying? Right. All he had to do was continue on along his journey. So, my brother, you are inspiration. You got to tell that story everywhere you go. All right. This can't be it might be the first time you told it here, but don't let it be the last time you tell it. Because a lot of people see nah, the glory. I mean, nah, nah, you gotta tell it because a lot of people see the glory. 
you know, because people see the glory and they think it's easy. They see you walk around with that smile. They see you walk around with that good energy, but they don't know you had to fight bad energy. They don't know right. you had to be in the trenches. They don't know you was putting in two a days, three a days to get where, where you had to go. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people joke around. They see me say a lot of affirmations and all this other stuff and they think shit is sweet. No, I say them because I need to stay balanced. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you did everything you had to do to get to where you at, to walk with that smile, to have that energy. Tell your story, man. That's your testimony. People got to know, like, yo, I got it off the mud. I went from underneath the mud. You know what I'm saying? So tell them, tell them that because now you got a tree. You're producing fruit. You're getting. Look, I'm gonna I'm I'm attest to that right now. Uh, within just this one hour, twenty minute conversation, you just inspired another brother over here. So, yo, I ain't yeah, gonna front. Don't, don't don't keep that. <laughs> you put the battery. I ain't gonna front. You put it. You put the battery in our back. You know what I'm saying? Like today we had our first. No, y'all can right? do more, man. Y'all could continue to do more. Y'all blessed, man. Y'all the, the fact that y'all have y'all show, you have a platform, you gotta keep going and keep growing every day. I like even with this with Jay, he be always trying to get me to talk more on on, on doing more reels, doing more interviews, doing and I'm like, you know, I'm a I'm a doom, you know, now I'm I'm trying to do more of that. <laughs> I'm actually doing the work. So when you actually doing the work, like even when I told you I was doing two and three a days and things of that nature, we didn't record those things. I didn't. I actually didn't want people to see my workouts that I was doing. I didn't want that right. because it's like I'm competing with you guys. I don't want you to yep, see right. what I'm doing and what I'm working on. So, but now it's a whole different. Now it's a if you ain't showing it, you ain't doing it. You understand? So, right. like I had to, I have to learn again. Life lessons, learning lessons. I can't be the same, so I got to be out of my comfort zone a little bit. So I'm gonna do more. I'm gonna talk more. These, this is the thing, the affirmation that you're speaking about. I got to do more of these lives. I got to do more of these interviews. I gotta, you know, I gotta even show my journey and like, yo, I'm still hooping. You understand? Right. Like when I put up my hooping reels, like I play in these games. It's hard for me to get footage sometimes, but I gotta start having people come to my game. I get more views and likes on that. Still, cause so that means people still like to see me actually play basketball. Right. So I gotta do it. You know? Listen. I, I will I will say I had to I had to come downstairs to jump on because the little ones was upstairs making all the noise. So I actually we had a clip queued up of you hitting the game winner in that three on three tournament, but it's upstairs mm-hmm. on the other computer. <laughs> but we can we oh, can yeah. attest to what we saw. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'll yeah, keep it yeah, hunting with yeah. you. We played that clip last week on the podcast. That was one of the clips we played on the podcast. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, certified it. H2O. It was trigger tied <laughs> T. It touched the hand and hit the net. That's all you've seen. It was it was horrible right. defense, too. It was horrible defense. Look, look. It was, it was, down, it was crazy. You know what they say? <laughs> it was two seconds. I don't know what he thought I was going to do. It was two seconds. Yeah. I was about to say, that was like... Yeah. That was like one of the quickest releases I saw in a while. <laughs> that, that was that was literally catch and shoot. That was muscle memory. Right. I'm not thinking about it. As soon as the ball hit my hands, it's going to the rim. Mm. That's all I know. Seth, but ready, he, he should have known. He should have known that it's, it's H2O. Like, come on now, put your hands up, stupid. Right. He he went for the fake, and I don't know where he went. I'm like, come on now, we gotta do better, people. Yo, and but, shout out. I want to say shout out. Shout out to people like like Gutter as well. Um, being that voice when you notice somebody got something going on and instantly, like you said, could be one of those haters trying to throw dirt or trying to throw shade to not see you prevailing. We're like, nah, I see what you're doing. I'm going to rock out with you and get you where you need to be. Even the game that he just threw at me earlier today. 
Um, much appreciated with that. And if there was more people like you out here, we would have so much more done. It's, it's, it's so crazy that people just don't realize that concept. We in this same fight together, not to outdo one another. It's to all of us get, there's enough for everybody to get there. Yeah, but people like, a lot of people like to swim against the tide. You know right. what I'm saying? And it's like, come on now, like, what are you, what are you doing? We're supposed to be swimming together, you know, right. with the current. And everybody could win, man. But, you know, a lot of people out here, they like to slander and, and do different things. And everything you're doing so positive, they're trying to block your blessings and everything else. We ain't got time for all that. We just continue to right. work and continue spreading God's work and doing God's work and p- pushing it forward, man. That's all we do over here. Right. Uh man. So I go on behalf of RTJ, the brand, RTJ, the podcast, Break the Journey. We want to salute to you, my brothers, um, for the work you're doing. Continue that great work. Um, like we said, we're definitely going to stay connected, partner up, and do some things. Um, I'm definitely excited and motivated um, just hearing your story to say, look, it's time. I was getting ready to go, go to sleep after this. Nah, I'm going to be on there. I got some work to do now. <laughs> we got to get on it. But um, definitely salute to you, and I definitely appreciate this conversation we had. Yo, b Dolly, you want to – um? Nah, go ahead. Go ahead, H. Now, I was going to say thank you. I appreciate your, your time. I am. I, I got, I'm going to Miami tomorrow. I'll be out there a week early, you know, doing some work with the MVPA and, 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 you know, just getting the community involved as well, too, trying to get everybody's last minute, uh, you know, uh, push to come right. out to the event. So um, I got a, a 6 a.m. flight, so I got to get going myself. So, um, right, right. again, I appreciate you guys for having me. Been a blessing. And uh, this ain't Absolutely. gonna be the last conversation. We're gonna do a lot more of this. Of course, yes, sir. of course. Um, we like to end the show. Uh, I give an affirmation. B Dollar ends it with a prayer. Y'all mind if we end the show that way, fellas? Not at all. All right, yo. The affirmation I'm, I'm gonna put out there for you for for all of us is that the work that we put in is gonna be successful, and it's gonna help others be be uh, successful as well. We're not in this journey for ourselves. The work we're doing is for others to be to be wonderful and to be great. Okay. Um, I always want you guys to understand and know that here at Respect the Journey, we got you guys back. hundred percent. Anything we can do to help you guys out, we got y'all. So again, the work we do will be successful and be bountiful for not for ourselves, but for others as well. That's the affirmation for, for this, man. That's what I got from this moment right here. Yes, sir. And as y'all know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna close it out. Father God, we thank you once again for giving us this platform, giving us this opportunity to speak our minds, have a wonderful conversation with upstanding brothers out here trying to make a change in the community, left this place better than we found it. Ultimately, knowing we come together as one, we are a force staying connected to the man upstairs for our purpose in life. And once we can figure out what that purpose is, that will propel us to get to the greater good and the greater things that await for us in life. All we gotta do is stay true to us, stay connected to the man upstairs. We will prevail. We will be where we need to be in life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So safe travels to you, my brother, on the way out of Miami. Don't be surprised if you see me out there, if I can get away from the family real quick. You know, because it's still summertime. I might jump on my e-bike and ride out there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but y'all already know what we like to say, man. It's never about the destination. It's always about, about the, journey. the journey. And try as they may, they will never be RTJ. We check y'all. Peace, family. Peace. Peace.
It's three the hard way. Three the hard way with DJ V Jolla, Miss Dime, and Model Citizen J. It's RTJ the podcast. <laughs> 